Hello to everyone out there in our little pocket of the Cowboys Nation. And as always, crack them if you got them. On today's episode, we talk about the Week 8 Cowboys-Bears game and how there is an eerie feeling in the air. Is it just Halloween or does this game have potential to be one of, quote-unquote, those games? We also take a look at some key moves the team made and some big injuries and how that might affect the rest of the Dallas Cowboys season. And we give our score predictions. And if you come and join us on our YouTube at youtube.com slash Cowboys Can Fan Podcast or on TikTok, which is at Cowboys Can Fan. Uh, pre- uh, if you predict the score before kickoff and, and you get it right at the end of the game, of course, uh, you win one of our shirts and we'll send you a shirt. So uh, make sure you come and join us on YouTube or on TikTok. Uh, it's also a great place to come hang out uh, every Dallas Cowboys game where we live stream and have a very cool group of Dallas Cowboys fans who join us in the live stream every week. And you can also join us every Wednesday at 6 p.m. PST or 9 p.m. EST. Um, just search Cowboys Can Fan on YouTube and, and we'll pop up. You can also find us on TikTok, like I said, and Instagram and Twitter with the handle at Cowboys Can Fan. And finally, a big shout out to the Grid Network and thelandryhat.com, the official home of the Cowboys Can Fan podcast. <laughs> It's so it's probably so out of sync when we're doing it. I know. Yeah, but it's it fits it fits our vibe perfectly. Back to back weeks, I'm out of office. I don't think anyone's been back to week out of office since Adam was in Los Angeles. Nope. No, you're absolutely I feel, right. I feel, little, I feel a little dirty. But uh, we were a little rushed today. I basically just got home from work. We had to roll at 6.15 instead of 6 o'clock. Alex had a whole bunch of shit written down that we were going to go over pregame. I haven't looked at any of it. So I might just be kind of on your guys. I might be your guys' uh, co-pilot for this ride tonight. That's fine. Sometimes you're, you're going to be Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude Van, uh, Van Damme, but with when he gets blinded. Oh yeah, and but you still in, bl- in, bl- in Bloodsport in Bloodsport, yeah. Or but he, or still looking, yeah. Or do you want to be John Claude Van Damme, or do you want to be Kevin Costner in Bodyguard, where you you close your eyes in the woods and then you have to hear where the footsteps are and then you just aim and shoot? Ooh, I think I'd rather be John Claude Van Damme. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's super sexy. Ten thousand dollar cocaine. Ten thousand a dollar a day cocaine addiction in those days. I'm gonna uh, roll with that. Chats chats popping off. They're already calling you burnt out there, Anth. I'm not burnt, so I didn't get burnt. I've been working outside here, and it's it's windy, and pretty much I got home, took a hot shower, started drinking. It looks like I have, like, niacin rush <laughs> or something, but hey. So how's it going? What do we got going? Coming off a big win, boys. Coming off a big win. Well, the first thing I want to just kind of say, and, and Antha, I know you're OOO, so anyone who's just listening... um, uh, make sure you come and hang out here uh, at the YouTube for the live stream uh, and every Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Ro- got rolling a little later today, but Anth, can you see my screen? Can you see? Um, uh, no, I haven't put it up here yet. Here we go. Okay. There you go. He also looks like he's 
crying yeah, after and, you played the king of the world one and, and we are dealing with that um that high class uh hotel internet so it's going to be popping in and out here but that's all right we're going to make it we're going to make it work here um you should be able to see the screen here ant now and what we're looking at is um <laughs> is a defensive end sam williams our crackum player of the game he ended up getting uh how many sacks now uh, Sam Williams, yeah. two sacks. Two sacks. Anyways, here, here, here's his breakdown. Let's just have a little look-ski. Not getting any sound. That's okay. Um, Basically just him destroying. And here's that body slam that he performed. Boom. Love to see it. Yeah, what do you think? I mean, a lot of people, a, a lot of people were saying that was uncalled for for the, the body slam. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Sh oh, hang on. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Damn, dude. Yeah. I don't know why we're not getting sound. But anyways, um, great game. Love to see it. And uh, just big shout out to that Kraken player of the game, Sam Williams. Oh, this one goes to Nate. Hey, yo. Nate Dodson. Hey, yo. Um, so you were bringing that up. I, I, I think Ant's either there or he's frozen. I don't know what's going on. I I don't know what's going on with him. That's okay. We'll just keep. So this is a bandwagon app. Is that is that what this is? It could be. We'll just keep moving on. Um, the other big kind of, I would say, play of the game here. Actually, before we get into it. Oh, there's a sound. There's a sound. It must have been cut on the other uh, clip. So Micah Parsons actually ended up getting an additional sack Uh uh, given to him so he now that's from the foot eight. grab right is that, that? yeah yeah and so that's this clip right here for anyone who's just listening we're just watching a clip of micah parsons here running in on golf from behind and uh they slow it down just enough so you could see his hand clip golf's foot now they missed it during the game obviously yep but um that was his eighth uh sack of the year now are you I'm just gonna have to go on the phone boys do it Hey, free ball it. This is what we do. This is how we. Uh, <laughs> no problem, dude. This is how we. This is how we get turned up. You know. We're just talking. Dad, you're gonna. You're gonna have to change my uh, camera here. Okay. And uh, while you're getting that set up, you can hear me, eh? Yep. Okay. We're just watching Michael Parsons' eighth sack of the year. That one that was credited to him. Uh, Seventh, I believe. His eighth. He got eight. He got an, another one. I oh, they ended up they ended up giving him the second one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, he was credited with that, so he's uh, half a sack behind the sack leader now. And it's Judon's the sack leader, right? The guy from the New England Patriots. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Eight and a half sacks, I believe. That guy. I, I know this is a Cowboys podcast, but that guy played unreal on Monday night against the Bears. That Judon dude. He is an absolute beast. <laughs> Well, hang on. Maybe they haven't officially gave it to him yet. They only gave Micah one sack. Hmm. Let me do, let me just double check this here. <laughs> Survey says is Anthony and Thailand. So while Alex is checking <laughs> that out, uh, I wanted to say uh, I was trying to make a joke earlier on, but I was waiting for the the talk to subside. And as we kind of get started, obviously tech stuff happens. EJ says I'll give y'all one guess where I'm watching from, and then he shows a toilet. And I was going to say, well, so is Anth. Because the last shot that he had, it looked like he was on the toilet, but, um, you know, <laughs> hey, it, it is what it how is. About this? At least we're a mobile camera, though. Yeah, Hell yeah. Crack them. Boots, boots on the ground, Anth? 
Yeah, boots on the ground in the in the hotel here. So I'm pretty sure Micah had seven. I don't think they gave no. him that eight sack. I, um, I read it wrong, but the, the the craziest thing about Micah was that play where he chased down uh, the tight end and tackled him on the one yard line. And that's where we're just bringing it up now while you're talking. That was honestly probably one of the best defensive plays I've ever seen. And then it got followed up by De uh, Demarcus Lawrence basically shedding two or three blocks to get in there and cause a fumble. Yeah. It was it was pretty crazy to see back to back defensive plays like that. It was just it was awesome because I went when we were watching live. I hundred percent thought they had scored. Yeah, and and it certainly looked like it. Uh, I think, but um, he reached twenty point four miles per hour on that chase down wheeling and dealing and now so it, so it, it wasn't it wasn't a, sorry but well, it wasn't well, steve uh, saying that they gave him the sack though the set that, i know well i don't see it written anywhere i th I read that too so okay. we'll see if, if that gets updated um but the i i don't know how like in the scheme of things i don't know how much how important this um play combination actually turned out but anytime you can stop someone from getting uh, a touchdown and instead have to kick a, a field goal and in this case they didn't even get that um i mean it was just a, such a huge play for the yeah. fault for the play that followed up here and oh, you the, wanted to bring it up yeah the person to watch on this actually is um d law d law does quite a few things here he he splits the uh tackle and the guard I'm going to try to remember everything that someone else wrote, okay? He splits the cat, tackle in the dark, guard, stuns the, um, uh... Stuns him? He, <laughs> he stuns that. He stuns a guy with a, a straight arm, either the fullback or the tight end here, and then makes the fucking strip sack. So I just, thought you Stone Cold stun someone, just oh. fucking <laughs> full on Stone Cold stunned him, then rock bottom the running back. Well, it looks like he stuns him with like a, a an arm to the chest, a punch of death. Let's see. So, uh, and and then of course, just watch our boy uh, LVE get in on the tackle after it's happened. Jesus, yes. Jesus. So it, it moves really quickly, but um, <laughs> uh, watching D Law here just move and get in and. And I mean, he's bouncing around like a freaking pinball, but all of that. So anyone listening, anyone listening on Spotify, we're looking at the play where they caused the fumble after the Micah Parsons chase down. Beautiful, beautiful defensive plays. That was one of our five turnovers. We, man, we feasted. We were a little bit, we were like a sleeping giant. We were quiet on the defense. Not really even quiet in the first half, but turnover wise, we were quiet. And then we just pulsed everywhere with turnover after turnover after turnover in the second half. I mean, as we should have, you know. Um, oh, geez, is that your screen there? What's going on? Oh, there we go. Should back. bounce back. Um, now I got a question for you guys. Do you want to watch a minute forty nine video video of Baldy on the Cowboys defense, or just look at the six takeaways um, by thelandryhat dot com from from? The yeah, let's watch the Baldy video, but let's get it with some sound. Yep. I, I'm so glad you said that because it's a good one. Let's see it. I'm I'm a visual learner. <laughs> and while well, Anth, uh, well, Anth, well, sorry, well, oh, yeah, we're going to have sound. Fourth quarter, 10-6 game. All right, he swims the tackle. He beats the tight end's block. Now he's got to deal with the fullback, and somehow he gets to the back and gets the ball out, and there's Anthony Barr. Like, like it was just like one AJ's play after another. How about better. Sam Williams? Turn the corner and Penny Sewell. <laughs> one of the elite tackles in the league. Right there, right there. Turns those hips, flattens, gets to Jared Goff and gets the ball out to close the game out. And he recovers now it himself. To officially close the game out, you yeah. just bring up the MPP, the Micah Pro Parsons problem. The MPP right here against the other <laughs> tackle, it's the same thing. All right, just to close it out, 
power and then the dip. Power. Now. I love how I love how it looks like he's filming from like a 1990s. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know. No, he's filming like his indie team. film or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it's like the start of a, the the, the start of the movie called the Parsons Project. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't play it yet. But it said like it said he was breaking it down. It's more so. I mean, it was kind of like what AJ was doing. Just. Explaining Comment. what a player was doing. <laughs> it's color commenting. <laughs> like a like a just pure silk. Oh, pure the silk. Getting the ball out. Armstrong picks it up right there. But they also did it right here. I'm like so here's Trayvon Diggs up at the top. Oh, look they're at taking it. a shot to Josh Reynolds right here. But the one thing about Diggs, as we know, he's gonna play the ball in the air. Forget about he knows the man is behind him. But just play the play the ball. Oh, what else about the man? You but know what's what I like right about here. this angle right is here. you see you see Diggs's um hips just like switching from left to right, left to right on this whole run down the field. Here. On Diggs up at the top. And, and I love watching his hips. Josh Reynolds right here. But the one thing about Diggs <laughs> is we know he's gonna play the ball in the air. He's but gonna play about, the ball. He knows the, the man air. is behind him. But just play the play the ball. Who cares wow. about the man? Comes up with that pick right there. Thanks. Thanks, Bill then Goldberg, for that right commentating. Here. Jordan Lewis. All right. 10-6 still. Third. Now, Jordan Lewis is going to be out for the rest of the season, I believe. Yeah, so let's talk. Before we go any further with this, let's talk about a few things, a few roster things. Like you said, Jordan Lewis going to be out for the remainder of the season. That's terrible. He had a list Frank injury, so he's, he's gone. Uh, we also had a couple additions. I saw in chat they were talking about we brought on Jonathan Hank. um, Hankins from the Raiders. We basically... I wouldn't even. We got him for so cheap, right? He was yeah. a he was a, he was a second round pick by the Giants in a, I believe 2013, um, and he's going to help shore up our line big time. He's a big big body. He's let's get here in his a former second round pick by the Giants in 2013. Hankins has been a solid interior defender, particularly against the runs where we have been a little bit soft. We up the middle. We've been get, we've been giving up a lot of yards up the middle. Uh, mm-hmm. Hankins netted. 30, 366 tackles, 36 tackles for loss. We're huge TFL guys. We love the TFLs. 47 QB hits and 14 and a half sacks. He is 30 years old, and this season he has 10 tackles, one QB hit in five games with the with the Raiders. Don't hate it. Uh, I don't. I mean, it's obviously not that splash play that Cowboys fans were kind of hoping for. We we're all kind of hoping we we're going to trade for a wide receiver, or maybe now with the Jordan Lewis injury, possibly. A cornerback, but he should be a nice veteran that we can add into the rotation and help shore up uh, the defensive line. A lot of people are super, super high on this guy, like as a as a very good role player into a decent lineup. So he ain't gonna he ain't gonna hurt the defense, that's for sure. No, and and I know things move quickly when when scenarios happen when a player gets injured. I I have a hankering that this this was in uh, talks or perhaps process for, for longer than just a few days. Um, yeah. But because now the needs, it does switch to CB. Who do you see filling in? Who Who's going to be our, our starting cornerbacks on um, well, Sunday? Well, I'm pretty sure they said Deron Bland, not so bland, was going to be filling in at the slot receiver. You also have uh, boss man Fat, who didn't really shine that much in preseason, but it's going to be a battle with those guys. We were high on Bland coming into the season, so it'd be nice to see him get some some reps. Maybe the guy has a nose for a b- football and doesn't drop off as much as we expect with losing our third cornerback. Right. Yeah, that's what that's uh, you know it's those scenarios where someone can step up and actually um, win more playing time. Yeah, definitely. So speak- he's gonna 
Yeah. Speaking about more roster spots, we got zero cool Electra Rock on TikTok saying Zeke Zeke's out for Sunday. Out. So I asked yeah. him if that was a question or a shit. statement. Uh, no. So right now they're seeing running back Ezekiel. Like, oh shit. Boom. Yeah, that, just came, that just came out. That's why we go to we go to we go to our chats for the late breaking news. We well, I on... read about it. I read about him sitting out of practice today on my lunch break, and yeah, he's now saying two hours ago not expected to play Week Eight versus the Bears. If you have Tony Pollard in fantasy, you're chewing, you're chewing. But that sucks. Um, Especially after coming off of two pretty uh, like not obviously not Zeke's greatest. Uh, and two touchdowns great, last week. Well, he, great two touchdowns, touchdown the week before. But I'm just saying his his running his running has looked a lot better the last three four games than it than it has been before. Minus the fact that he hasn't been getting as much snaps as before. You want to bring something up? Hey, but let's let's say I would rather the team do this than what they did last oh, year. Yes, uh, and on, yes. honestly, yes, yes. His, what Zeke what Zeke was saying today, which is why you immediately went to no no he's he's he sat out of practice on Monday. And they, or he sat out. He sat out of the Monday's practice, I believe it was. And he said his legs stiff. He's going to see how it is. And I think what they're, what they are doing is, we want you for the long run. You're not playing through it like you did, like you did last year. It um, sucks because in one of my very competitive uh, fantasy football leagues, I have Zeke, and he finally had a multi touchdown game. I was pretty jacked up about it, but I would rather him heal up and be back after the bye week than what they did last year and just let him play every fucking week when he was injured. No, you know what? I like this decision now. Don't make him practice at all this week. Just to like, you know, if there's an argument that obviously when you get an injury, keeping, um, keeping it moving as much as you can without, um, creating any more damage is a good thing, but, um, he'll probably still be out there. Here's that knee hit. If you guys want to have a look ski. Yeah. Bring it up. Oh yeah. Let's check that out. So we, oh, we all grimaced when yeah. we were live, when we were doing yeah. our watch party. Speaking yeah. of which, we always do a live stream watch party every Sunday, every Cowboys game for anyone on TikTok, We will be doing it there. Anyone on YouTube, most of the guys in here are usually at it, but yeah. for anyone new to this, hit that, like hit that follow, come with us and watch the Cowboys kick the shit out of the bears with or without Ezekiel Elliott. Son. And, then, and what we do want to like, what what you can't be thankful about this hit is that his fucking foot didn't get placed down. If, like, it, if it it's the on ground, the ground but, and planted, yeah, yeah. If it's on the ground, and planted, possibly season ending. Let's talk about this. The Lions were going for the fucking legs. They flipped uh, Noah Brown. They took out Zeke's yeah. legs here. I don't yep. think it's dirty. I mean, I'd be going if Zeke was running at me too. I'd dive at his knee also. That's yep. part of football, right? That's the that's the only way that say the smaller guys can really deal with the bigger guys. Unfortunately, here's that uh, flip, courtesy of Cowboys can <laughs> at Cowboys can fan Instagram. Uh, oh, there's the flip. Yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. <laughs> oh, that was heartbreaking. Though, oh to see. man, I mean we, I mean if we had. Uh, uh yeah it was a clean uh, so clutch sports talk he's he's showing up in our in the tiktok live stream right now uh, Brian. uh he's saying it was a clean hit on zeke totally totally clean hit we're just saying that they they are they were going low case in point uh i would too the, the noah brown um boots is saying we finally put that bsqb controversy to rest now the rb controversy will start 
So <laughs> Tony, mean, Tony Pollard's going to get 300 yards. This, no, this, I, no time, I, I know. I'm the just, only time Tony Pollard's actually stepped in and had a really good game when Zeke was gone was against San Fran in 2019, or sorry, 2020. But every time they expect Tony Pollard to come in and have that crazy game, he hasn't really, like San Fran wasn't very good that year. They didn't have a great defense. And who cares? Even if Tony Pollard comes in and does have 200 yards, I still think when Zeke's healthy, you still do what we've been doing. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, um, who I knows? do get what he's saying, though. I get that we're just getting over the hump of this stupid fucking quarterback controversy talk. And now if Pollard goes off, it's like you're going to have the exact same argument with every Chud Cowboys fan in the universe. But you know what? It's better that we're having the argument on a positive than on a negative. Yeah. Like it's better that we're like, oh, who should who should be our starter be? They're both starters rather than being who should our starter be? They both fucking suck. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Who who's our backup? That uh, Malik Davis. Yeah, it'd be nice to see him come in and because he was he was fourth right on the depth. No third or so. Yeah, you're right. He was fourth. He was fourth, and then um, Dwaddle got hurt. And we liked so, him in preseason. He had he had a couple. Him and Dwaddle had a couple nice games. Uh, seeing as the Cowboys didn't play any starters in the preseason, decided to. We like Davis. We like him. We like him a lot. Yep. Should we finish this, uh, Brian Bal- <laughs> Baldwin, or just I thought, move on? I, I thought you were about to go. Are we going to finish Bob, this podcast? Bob <laughs> Listen to him wants me to punch myself in the balls. Yeah, he is, AJ. I'd rather you put him on mute and you describe what was happening. Next, next time we'll out. next time we'll do bandwagon boys. Uh, like you should instead oh, you yeah. just yeah yeah instead you just finish what's on the screen and talk it talk <laughs> us through it talk us through it fuck Baldinger. Well, we do have this uh, six major takeaways from the Cowboys bounce back win, and then we're going to get into some uh, some tasty treats. Some tasty or what? treats. This is from thelandryhat.com, the home of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Um, you know how we do. We're just going to go through these. We don't read them before we go, so we might get bored halfway through and, and fucking cut it, or we might get real excited and fucking talk the rest of the cast about it. Here we go. <laughs> we Penalties. Where penalties. Is the penalties? Penalties are the team's Achilles heel once again. Do you remember yeah, how many we I got? Mean, Ten, I think. Yeah, we we're averaging. I, I'd say almost close to. I'd say we're probably averaging about eight a game, and that's just way too much. It didn't feel. I mean, we were feeling pretty good by the end of the game, but it didn't feel like we were getting penalized a lot. But obviously, we were. Yeah, we were, we were. We were. We were lucky that. The it, it felt like the Cowboys were even though that the uh, offense wasn't putting up points. It felt like the Cowboys were kind of in control that whole game. Um, I felt like the the Lions were on the verge of scoring, but our defense were just bending and not breaking. So the the penalties didn't really seem to be a big factor in in the uh, full scheme, the full what do you call that look back outcome outcome yeah, yeah. but. Um, it's still a concern, man, because that's going to come up and bite us big when we're having these closer games and these games yes. where we're having to fight for um, points rather than just kind of have them not given to us. Of course, the defense really fought for them, but um, yeah, it's going to in closer games. Penalties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, before you go over there, sorry, I I I, I keep telling I because I'm managing to a bunch of screens. I just want to hit. Two questions on the TikTok. Um, just showing TikTok love. What oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. TikTok? What's the TikTok? <laughs> uh, the TikTok. So, uh, Trackhawk432, 
was complaining that there's come on there's only four people in the live come on don't skip my question okay even okay. though there's way more there's like 50 in the live uh the tic-tac tic-tac <laughs> tic-tac live stream um, the fucking so, so track clock for uh 432 is saying uh let's get to the hot topic kellen moore is not an oc for the cowboys we've talked about it many times is on that a podcast. fucking is that a hot topic that's been it's a topic no, it's, it's definitely three years it's definitely not a hot topic yeah but he, yes, oh, it's, my, my, my yeah. question that I was going to try to spin it into. So, uh, so all of our regular guests, or sorry, regular viewers and listeners who tune in week over week and hear us trash vanilla pudding and his, his OC calling. Um, do you think Kellen Moore made better play calls with Dak being back this last game versus how he would call for Dak beforehand? I'm talking about the, the Detroit Lion game specifically. To get a zoom in on that fucking. <laughs> face <laughs> i think honestly to to be 100 percent honest i don't think his play calling was that awful against the lions i really don't i i felt like our offense at the start kind of miscued a little bit the three and outs i don't think that was really kellen morris doing dak threw a couple weird balls uh dak ended up throwing for what 20 i think five times that's perfect for me uh, i think I think he played or called a half decent game against the Lions, and I might get a little hate for that. Yeah, De- Clutch is saying it was his usual trash. Hell no. Yeah, I mean it was it wasn't any, it wasn't any worse than what we're used to though. You know, we what didn't I mean? see we didn't even see we didn't see any triple bingo reverses this time. So I think it was, <laughs> I think we only saw one reverse. Maybe was it to uh, was it oh it was to two to there Turpin. Was, there was Turp, one to Turpin, one to Lamb, but the Lamb one I don't know if it was a reverse or maybe just a pass that was behind that right. Yeah. lost yards. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Um. Yeah, I, I I tend to agree. I'm not looking for anything fantabulous from Kellen Moore when we're winning. When we're when they're not putting points on the board, that's when I start to complain about him. If he's if he's doing what he did in the Lions game, it's what we need to do. I'm more excited. I've I've shifted my excitement now to like strong defensive plays and anything anything um, coming from offense is kind of just like cherry on the top. So it is. Guys, yep, guys. What? I'm sorry, I just got. I just saw this now. I sh- just typed in Chicago Bears just to catch up on some news. Oh, yep. there's a the trade. Chicago Bears traded defensive end Robert Quinn to the Eagles. Yep, that is awful for us. Yep, that. Sorry, they the chat was chat already discussed that like 15 minutes ago, and I we were everything we'll was blitzing through. We didn't get. I'm sorry that I, I, just, I had to. I had to say it because that hey. is no, no. Th- hey. this is fine. That's okay. When you're out of studio, we're talking you can about t- this no name fucking dude that we picked up. That's 300 pounds. Meanwhile, the Eagles got Robert Quinn. I don't know. I feel like we lost already. <laughs> I feel like ultra cowboy right now. <laughs> oh yeah, ultra ultra is already uh, ultra is already in there. Lu- uh, Louise De Luna saying awful trade for the Eagles. I, I didn't even see what they gave up, but Robert Quinn is not a bad player, and he's definitely going to help that team. Not to mention those de- the Eagles had a plethora of picks to do whatever the hell they wanted with in the next couple drafts. And they so, they got him for a fourth round pick. That is not an awful trade at all. And 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 then Clutch is saying that uh, Hankins will be valuable to us. I think Hankins will too, but the Eagles getting Robert uh, Quinn is that's going that's going to pay dividends for them and they gave up a fourth round draft pick. The Eagles are, are the Eagles right now with that trade are showing that they're planning on going full on push to the yeah. Super Bowl. Yes, uh, they are. So and then and then EJ's uh, I just tossed it up on there. Anth Quinn has one sack this year. 
Yeah, but he still. I mean, he was also on the Bears. Yeah, so that's so, a decent. Yeah, team. exactly. Well, he's a decent rotate rotational player. The same thing that we would say about Hankins getting into Dan Quinn's scheme, is, and even Sheffield coming in as a cornerback and developing him as a cornerback. I mean, Dan Quinn. I don't. We I, we were talking. I think I was doing technical stuff. I heard you guys talking about Sheffield. I think we're gonna get into that in a little bit. Or are we gonna? Or have you guys already talked about it? I can't remember now. Anyways, Sheffield. Just Sheffield, Sheffield's not going to make an impact this year. No, I'm Robert Quinn's going to automatically go on the Eagles. No, but I'm help them. But I'm what I'm saying is that we have to look at the how the defenses of the Eagles have been playing. And sure, uh, Quinn hasn't been. He's only has one sack on the Bears. You put him into a different scheme, different defensive coordinator, defensive system, and all of a sudden that one sack could easily turn into. And on a six and O team, and on a six and O team, yeah. on the Bears. I, I, guess I don't I, know. I think yes. I think. Robert Quinn will end the year with I'm going to say it eight sacks. Boom, hot takes. That is huge. the 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 thing is, like, you see the movements happening. I wouldn't want to do oh, anything. Look, he's, about, he's about to crack it if crack he's got it. it. No, let AJ finish his topic. Okay. Um, I, ju- I just like I'm not. Uh, you don't want to make changes just for the sake of it. Um, of course, if maybe Quinn would have been great for us. I have no idea. I don't. But the value. Is there and it shows that the, the Eagles are making a push for the playoffs 100 percent obviously. Um not but you, you don't I'm not saying tra- us trade for Robert Quinn. I, I don't think Robert Quinn right now is better than any of our defensive ends, but what the Eagles are doing is they think they Robert Quinn is still a good football player. I don't give a fuck if he has one sack. D Law has three sacks in the many games he's played, right? I'm not gonna base what D Law does off of his sack numbers. And I'm not going to, what I've seen from Robert Quinn, I'm not going to base what he does either on a team solely off of his sack numbers. Yep, the guy's enough. a great rotational player, and he's just going to help the Eagles be that much better. Mm. And the fact that it goes, that he's going to the Eagles is the thing I hate. I would have been, if he went to any other team, Who gives I could fuck? give two fucks. Give it's a, the fact that the Eagles are building up and, and getting better and better and better. Well, yep. you know what it does do for us? It makes this game against the Bears just a little bit easier. So I'll take that. True, yeah. yeah. I was just, I mean, and obviously the Bears, uh, the Bears are, uh, are, are in a whole heap of uh, trouble. I mean, but again, too, we can't look at the Bears are going are gonna to be a, like a little bit of a walkover game. Did you so. guys not watch Monday Nighter? They were, they looked yeah. very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Clutch, when Clutch first came into the, into uh, the convo, he was saying that let's first thing he said, trap game, trap game coming up. Which this, yeah, this is a trap game more than the Lions game was. The Bears are still in contention in the NFC North. They, they're coming off a huge Monday night win against uh, one of the best, or probably the best football coach that's ever played or ever coached in Bill Belichick. And the Justin Fields and the offense looked very, very, very successful. Way better, better than they've had since I've ever watched fields. Well, you should be getting better every game. So that makes sense. I, I just am not scared of, um, what the bears have from say the Bengals, the, um, I mean, you, the Bengals were different Bengals and they were when we played them than they are today. But, uh, even the lions, I mean, I I feel like the lions have a lot of firepower. Now they were without swift. Um, and he, adds another dynamic to their to their running back scenario um just a trap game's gonna be any game but here's the good thing we didn't come off we there's a lot to prove on our on uh with the cowboys too um the defense is locked in they're just doing their thing every single game the offense 
is needing to have a game. Yeah, they've they've they had a comparable game. They had a a uh, fine game last week, but they need to kind of um, come and show the defense. Hey, we can help win football games too. So there's sure the, it's 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 it, there is pressure on our side of the football too. Even uh, the um, on the offensive side, even though. Uh, it's against the Bears, so I don't the think Bears. Gonna take them too lightly. What do you guys think of Cavante Turpin? Whew. I mean, I, I I I like I like what I've seen of him so far. Obviously, it's his. Uh, he's only had a couple games under his professional uh, NFL career. Crack, Crack me if you, you got, got him. him. I, I like that Crack you waited. Him, I like that you waited for Alex, but as soon as I talked, you just fucking cracked all over my face. We know we know cracks happen. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, hey, it's. It, I think at one point a team's going to slip and we've seen him a, a couple times almost break out for that run. Um, yeah. This much, this much he needs. Yeah. He's been this close a couple times. Well, Turpin's he, been this fucking close a couple times. And on Sunday he had a 33 yard average and a, and a 52 yard run where he almost took it to the house. That's that yep. one what we were talking about. So yep. I think he's starting to feel the ball. Uh, see the play a little, uh, the field a little better and he's going to get, he's getting closer and closer, but, Shoot, getting uh, a football near the fifty-yard line or close to that—if he's—if he—if he's, if he, if he's uh, consistently going to be able to return the the ball there on an average for thirty yards for us—that's such a huge part of a of a football game, especially when uh, these punters. I mean, they can really smash yep. a football. I don't know what they're putting helium in these NFL <laughs> balls now or what, but yeah. Uh- but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think as as we're all of our sentiments, it seems to be the same in, in the chat on TikTok. Everyone's agreeing, and, I, and I, uh, it's an element the Cowboys haven't had in a, in yeah. a long time. The fact that every time he even is about to be out there to return a punt or a kickoff, all of our eyes are on the screen because it, it could happen, and it's usually electrifying. Even when he gets that fifty yard gain, I, I think it was the in the live stream. As he was going, we were all just kind of looking at each other, and I don't even think any of us were saying anything. So it's pretty, it's it's nice to have that. Crack if you got him. Crack if you got him, son. It's weird when you, cr- for whatever reason, it doesn't pick up the audio on that. Because it's such but, a um, high frequency. <laughs> but the uh, the fact that we have that that ammo in the barrel, right? That bullet in the barrel that could get shot off at any time is is awesome. Yep. Yeah, it's that it's that eight, extra eight, element. Eight, so. Sorry, go AJ, yeah. can you throw on the 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 Bears schedule here? Yep. We'll throw up the up. Bears schedule. I like when we go. I like when we go into the other team's schedule just to see. At this point, we're going into to week eight. You can kind of start comparing a little bit the the Bears who they played, who we've played, and kind of get a feel for what the game possibly could be like a little bit. Yeah. And the Bears look like. Just looking at their schedule right now. Well, before and really quick, one last question here, just um, because because it, he can because it, but but it's a question I have before we we uh, move on with the run game operating so well, uh, and now that we know Zeke's not going to be playing and Tony's going to be filling in that number one role, and um, then shoot, it's not Dowdle. Davis is going to be coming in and and filling in the backup role. Do we see a different run game or do they run it the same? Um, and uh, just hope for the the same outcome. I would run it the exact same. I would actually give Tony Pollard twenty five carries. The thing I'm worried about with Zeke being out is, are we going to be able to protect Dak? So the more we run it, yeah. the less chance we have Tony getting bulldogged over and Dak getting killed. I mean, so do we run? Do we run Pollard more twenty five? But do we run more? Uh, 
double, triple tight end sets then, perhaps. Yeah, because we know that Schultz was just bragging about how good of a blocker he was. He's getting he's getting the refs of his crew some tutties. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely you, you definitely uh okay. bootlegs and short throws is what no Sammy Sandwich is saying in the in the in one of the chats. Just don't let Tony Pollard be the last blocker because he could get that killed possibly. Yeah. yeah, you totally missed my my Bingham Baller Nine comment. You were you were well, busy I, I typing stuff out. The, he was blocking. He ran a route that got the guy open. So I was just trying oh. to. To me, that I don't know if that clip was him accessing it or if, if he was just imagining it. Well, no, if he was just like <laughs> you know, he was totally. He ran. He ran. So what? What? What we're talking about right now is, uh, Fergalit was it? Fer- no, sorry, Hendershot got his very first NFL touchdown, and Wide the first open. thing everyone everyone says congratulations, and Dalton Schultz comes over and just tells him how open he got him. What happened was Schultz ran and uh, they both did crosses and Schultz was the closer guy and both guys bit on Schultz and then Hendershot was basically wide open. But it's like, instead of telling the guy you got him wide open, why not say congrats? Yeah, boost his confidence, <laughs> say congrats, let him let him go. He, my only it's angle... your first NFL touchdown, man. My yeah. only angle on that would be that Schultz is like, they, that he's just ribbing him and, and in, a, in a roundabout way saying like, oh, you got wide open. I, I didn't like... You know, like, oh man, if it wasn't for me, yeah, yeah, but but it, <laughs> yeah. no, but I, but like, you can also say that, like, if you scored a good good goal in lacrosse, I might have been, oh man, you see me take that guy out down not, there. Not your very first one, though. No, very true. But let wait, the guy wait. have his very hey. let the guy have his very first touchdown. Yeah. I'm just trying to get us back on his social media. Guys. Oh no, no, actually, it doesn't I mean, matter. I, I I follow him my own personal one. I mean, Bing, Bing Bingham Baller, unblock us, you fuck. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Bears beat the 49ers in the first week, nineteen ten. That's hard to. That's kind of hard to gauge on because there's no tape on anyone. Uh, I think Trey Lance started for the Niners that game, got hurt. That's a kind of a weird one to start off with. Same with the second game where the Packers beat like walloped the Bears twenty seven ten because the Packers have not been very good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then uh, we. Yes, sorry, AJ, go for it. Yep, week three, Bears uh, beat Texans 23-20. Uh, week four, lose to the Giants 2012. Next week, lose to the Vikings in week five, 29-22. A closer game. Um, then they lose to the Commanders 12-7. to Really wish they would have had a victory against both the Giants and the Commanders there. And then finally, uh, beat the, the Patriots last Monday, or this just last two nights ago, uh, thirty-three to fourteen. So this this is the mo- the game that sticks out to me the most is the twelve-seven Commanders over the Bears. Yeah, yeah. Like how the how does that happen? <laughs> well, you can see right here. There's oh, not a lot. Ha- of- it happens because it was a Thursday night game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, you're not wrong. Well, they they they're, they got that kind of a long time in between that Thursday night game and then a Monday night the following night. So it's almost like you know a full week and a half off. But this uh, is a sh- this is a shorter week for the Bears, so they have their mo- they had the Monday night game and they're coming into Sunday. So, not to say that that's a disadvantage and why they're going to lose, but it's always tougher for a team who's coming off of a, a little bit of a shorter. It week is a little bit have. and a travel oh, yeah. too. It's at home, so it is a little bit. Yeah. They got to travel and they played like you said on Monday night, so they do have the one. Would they miss out on one day of rest? Yeah, and they. I'm played. looking at Justin. I'm looking at Justin Fields' stats here. Yep, from the. Uh, Pat's game, and his passing does not scare me at all. 
He was 13 for 21, 179 yards, one touchdown, one interception. That's not scary. But his rushing, this is what we got to prepare for, boys. We've had a similar situation when we were playing against... Who the fuck were we playing against that we were worried about running all over us? Um, uh, Jalen Hurts. Hurts. We were worried about Hurts running yeah. all over us. He didn't. Boot and but we got, I think we got to go in there with the same kind of game plan we went against the Eagles. The number one thing we have to stop is Justin Fields picking up running plays. He, the guy's not going to burn us for 300 yards passing. Not a fucking chance. Justin Fields has like some decent acceleration. Like if you look at Jalen Hurts uh, and uh, Boots says Justin Fields is a poor man's Jalen's hurt. Jalen Hurts. Um, Jalen's a strong runner, right? Like we, I mean, all fucking broadcasts are talking about a he six hundred pounds. Uh, but if you look at Justin Fields, like he has some pretty decent acceleration. So obviously you, you want to make sure you're, uh, you're minimum, you're minimizing that, but Justin Fields, like he's going to get sacked. Like he, he's going to fuck. He is. I would be surprised if we don't get at least five to six sacks on the motherfucker, uh, come Sunday. Did you guys watch QB one? Uh, on no, Netflix? no. What's that? It's so you guys didn't watch QB one on Netflix. I watched the first season. I didn't watch the one with Justin Fields. But I, I, remember, wa- I watched all of them. I watched all of them, and it was actually pretty good. But he's kind of a weirdo, even in high school. I'll say it. You're okay, a well, weird high, high schooler. What's QB one? It's like a. It's so it was a Netflix Netflix series where they follow three quarterbacks from high schools in the United States in their senior year, and they're the quarterback, the starting quarterbacks for that team. And Justin Fields was featured in one of the seasons. I think it was season three, maybe. And they just basically go through his whole senior season as quarterback for the school. And the guy just dominates, obviously. He's an NFL, like a guy that's running for 82 yards and a touchdown in the NFL. He obviously was killing it in high school. But Any X-rated just, scenes? No, no X-rated well, scenes. Go back, to, go back to the the short you made last year where he's like, you know, I mean, the play, the pace of the NFL is not that, not that not as fast as everybody says. And then you cut to him getting just... Getting yeah, absolutely killed because he had one good preseason game. Yeah. But... My, my biggest take out of looking at the stats of Justin Fields is as long as we can, can contain him and the biggest way to contain him is by us getting out on offense and score. Like if we can get up 14 nothing right in the first half and then force him to drop back and actually have to beat us throwing the ball, game over, set game, set, match, we win. It's going to be – yeah. We can't do what we did with the Lions, be – Six three going into halftime, letting him run all over the place. No, we got to get out there and we got to get on the board right away. This defense, we've yet to see us play with a lead at the start of a game. I think, um, I think it's going to be interesting because uh, we do rely on Zeke being that um, eater of yards and 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 containing the ball and giving us the an ability to like own the time uh, the time of play, and that's going to be a factor here that that plays into what you just said to do that though. We do need to uh, score points and I can see us getting down, even if it's just by a field goal or, or a, or a touchdown and uh, having to like resort to more passing um, than we would. Uh, so I don't know, but it, it really depends on, on how they utilize the running game. And I mean, I, I I'm, I'm having a little bit of uh, what's it called PTSD and just thinking that uh, Kellen's gonna have Kellen's gonna have a little bit of a, I don't know, not a, not a freak out necessarily, but he's gonna go back. To, he's gonna start leaning into Dak's arm a little bit more. 
Yeah, which we don't want. We, we, I mean, look, we want to see Dak. If it's, if it's working. Yeah. <laughs> Let him throw some buckets, but. Best player on the Bears, other than Justin Fields isn't a bad player, but the Bears' best player is Roquan Smith, their linebacker. He is by far, and I was we, we talked about him on the cast when the Bears were kind of going like down trending a little bit before they were possibly fighting for the division. We were talking about it would have been I would have been fine with trading. I don't know what you would have had to trade to get Rokon Smith, but I would have been pretty happy with trading for quite a bit to get him to replace LVE. The guy is an absolute stud. He's so he's so good, man. He's fast. He's kind of like uh he's not like he's not like Micah in regards to they play a different role. He's seems like a true middle linebacker. But he's just so damn good, and just pairing him with a Micah Parsons would have been so awesome. I really wish we would have taken a run at Roquan Smith, and he will he will make an impact against us. A hundred percent, the guy. He had a sack, he had an interception, eight tackles, and four assists against the Patriots. I mean, if we're looking just at the paper and not like uh, the context, um, our our team is just far superior. Like uh, stat wise, they, 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 yeah, stat wise, defense wise, they have a huge, they have a huge, they have a, a a much more dominant run game. Um, especially if you include uh, Justin Fields, not much more, but when you include Justin Fields, it's like a very dominant run game. The pass game is just non non-existent, well, hey, and back and up for a sec. the the um. Uh, yeah, the the defense. I mean, I think ours on paper is just far superior. But look at, look at Zeke looking like Kimbo Slice. Sorry, I just wanted to say that with uh, with the oh, yeah. and the big beard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to the right there, young Kimbo, young Kimbo. If Kimbo was a, I'm like trying player. to like stare. I'm like this, trying to look in. Don't read my face. <laughs> Sorry, there you go. There it is. Hey, yo. Zeke Elliott out for it. week eight. Though. Zeke Elliott out for week eight. That's tough. Okay, um, so I mean, as far as that though, you look at their, like AJ said, you look at anything else to do with their stats uh, when we're talking of the Bears here. There's well, not much that scares you from the Bears. Yeah, AJ, can you look at so uh, uh, Nick? Um, Nick says feels like uh, likes Mooney, and then uh, Steve Chili saying Diggs is going to shut Mooney down. Can we see what Mooney's stats are? Yeah, Mooney is a little punk. Oh, I like Diggs, that. There, I, I, I have, I have no factual basis off what I'm saying. But the thing is there's no one there's no one on their team that scares me receiver wise. So even if say say Darnell Mooney does go up against Diggs a lot, yeah, I think Diggs is gonna eat his lunch. Eat it, baby. Eat it all day, son. I like that AJ has really leaned into making sure that when he brings the stats up, it's it's proportionate to my like cropping size on the screen. I I, I I respect that. I like it. I like so, seeing him work for it, you know? Absolutely. And he's fast at it. Yeah. So we got 1,267 yards rushing for the uh, Bears and uh, 1,048 yards passing. It's a wrong so what's, what's Mooney's, what's Mooney's stats? Yeah, what's oh, Mooney, Mooney stats? Uh, yeah, seven for, uh, sorry, 20 receptions on 39 targets and 294 yards. Zero no tidies. Guess what? 14.7 average. Fuck him. Smells smells like a turnover to me. I'm more worried. You say Mooney's good at he doesn't have a quarterback throwing it to him the ball. If you're good, you're good, you're good, in my opinion. If yeah. if you have I mean he might be good. good player, <laughs> like I said, when I called him a bitch, I had nothing backing 
had nothing no. backing up my look. He's a bitch until we play him after Sunday. He can be cool again. But right now, I'm more worried about uh, equestrian St. Brown here. <laughs> yeah, no. And Nick was just saying. Nick wants to clarify. He was, just, he was just saying that this is it's his go-to guy, which is fine. Let it let it be his go-to guy. Uh, we we want to take we want to take those. Uh, we want to take the rock away from at the, him. At the end of the day, everyone in in this league is an NFL player and an and an NFL team. And uh, I mean, we've seen it too many times that it happens at least at least a handful of times a year, if not every single week, where there's a team that you're like, "How the hell did this team just beat them?" And um, you don't want to be on the bad end of that. No. Like I said. We're not on this high where I think that's going to be a problem. No, the the yeah. the Lions game. Sorry, like we the Lions game. Sure, we won twenty four to six, but it did not feel like twenty four to six. Did it feel like to me? I was like, oh man, I was happy we got the win. Yeah, until no, the no. very end of the game when we started getting turnovers. But even going into halftime, it was six three. Yeah, uh, it was it was seeming like we couldn't get anything going on offense, and then. Yeah, we had a couple big splash plays. We had a couple big takeaways, but it's not like we throttled the Lions and the no. team should be rolling on this giant high going against the Bears. That's exactly what needs to happen, though. The more I think about we it, the shellacking? No, no, the Cowboys need to come out and score yeah, on shellacking. their first two two of their first three drives. We need to be ha- we need to get 10 points in like the Mid-pump. first Yeah, we we don't need a 3 and out off of the first drive. Right away. If they do, they need to go down and score a touchdown on the very next drive. So you're better to <laughs> score a touchdown, give yourself some breathing room. Um, we, Those we, three notes are fucking absolutely gut wrenching, man. Uh, a couple. It's been asked a couple times, and and I've been waiting to get to it for whatever reason. We're still talking about the Bears, obviously, but uh, Hazy in the TikTok live uh, wants to know what our thoughts are on the wide receiver rumors. What are the wide receivers? Us trading for one? Yeah. Us trading for one like DJ Moore uh, or uh, Jerry Judy? Yeah. I, 100%, I would love for us to trade for one of those guys. So it, you, it reminds me of kind of the Mar- Amari Cooper thing where our offense is still running fine right now, whereas before we traded for Amari Cooper, the, our offense that year was terrible. And then when we traded for Amari Cooper, it opened up everything. And like we were like, holy shit, we're a playoff contention team. It's not really like that right now because we have a great defense. But at the same time... If we could put another wide receiver out there with CD Lamb and Michael Gallup, like a true wide receiver too, and say we've argued on the we, not even argued, but we've said CD Lamb and Michael Gallup are both like really good uh, RW um, WR twos. If you could add a third guy like that to the to the mix, it, it could it could really make this offense hum. I I, mean, it, I I do like. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was gonna say. So who so who would you so I I do feel. Th- the wide receiver on who we should get. Generally, it feels like when we're talking on the cast on trades or rumors, there is a general consensus on a lot of the people who everybody wants to get. But it seems like the wide receiver, it's it's all over the place. We have people say, saying in the chat, Casey Hudgens saying, get Brandon Cooks. Steve Chili saying he wants Judy so bad. Um, you're, you're, you were talking earlier about DJ Mort. What do you want me to do? We're frozen right now, oh. I'm just saying. Oh, we are. Yeah, frozen. I thought that was just me. Okay, hang on. I'll get it going here. They can hear us though. So as long yeah. as we're talking, AJ, we can still talk. Well, it's figuring it out. Uh, like they said in the chat, Jerry Judy right now possibly is a third for that. 
if it's a third for next year, look at it this way. We we took used our third on Jalen Tolbert this year. The guy's not even on the football field. So if we could use a third right now and get a guy like Judy, I'm game. Yep, just hang on. We had to restart the OBS. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. We got to pay some bills real quick. Stick with us. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast. So you turn all those retro notes into Jira tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I hate it when people say they got to pay bills, but we just had to pay bills. Let's get back to the podcast. Okay. Okay, can I just, I'll quickly go through my my thought real yeah, quick here. Yeah, well, re- reiterate that point and then. Okay, so it. chat was saying that right now, Judy, is, his value is probably a third round pick. And they were saying they would go for it. And I agree. We used a third round We used a third round pick this seat, this year on Jalen Tolbert. The dude's not even making it on the game day roster. So if yep. you can give a third for a, a guy that's going to hop on the team and immediately help. Oh yeah. Why, why wouldn't you? I don't. Yep. Yep. I don't understand sometimes why teams think these picks are so valuable. You just wasted one. Yeah, I'm not going to say wasted, but right now Jalen Tolbert is not helping this team. If you no. could get a third round pick for a guy that is immediately going to help, why not? Uh, like every person that any every wideout that has been mentioned. I mean, it goes back to like, well, maybe you should have just kept Amari Cooper, but uh, uh, Cooks, Judy, Moore. Like any one of those guys, I think would would do far better uh, to assist uh, our team than, uh, like you were saying, like a Tolbert. If if I'm picking one of those guys, I'm picking DJ Moore. He's got the yeah. he's the youngest. Yeah. Same with me. And um, I I would be <laughs> what? Why? Sorry, AJ. Why are you picking him? Because he's the youngest. He's the youngest boy. I'm taking him. I bet you say that. Well, to all I would the just boys. say that you know all of them. Ha- all of them could be arguably the same quality. The difference maker for me is is the youth and if you could get him locked up for another two years like the, let's also keep in mind the cowboys are in a position here that i don't think they really thought they would be after week one no one really did in that they have a serious super bowl contention team um defense is just looking looking tough looking, looking tough, tough. Well, and, 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 so, and, and the sorry you get another offensive player now you have until 
midnight on uh, Tuesday, I Be- believe. Before they turn into pumpkins. Well, both chats. So the TikTok, <laughs> the TikTok chat, and uh, and the uh, and our and our OG YouTube uh, chats are all saying the contract for DJ Moore is just way too big. So yeah, you have to give right. it more than a third a third round f- f- to pick that up. Why? Um, why would, wouldn't like the I mean, I don't know if you'd have to give more. You just have to be prepared to pay that. Yeah. But the uh, they should be in selling mode right now. They just. Oh, got, yeah, for right? sure. The Panthers. Yeah, so. the Panthers. Well, I mean, you could see they're 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 fucking uh, fire. They win, they're fire sailing everybody. Um, actually, here's an interesting question that Nick is uh, Nick asked. He goes, what position would you trade for wide receiver O-line setter for that pick then? If you were to get, if we were to trade for a wide receiver, what what kind of what what would you trade? What would you be? Uh, what position would you be open to trade for? I think he was just asking what position would no, but you I'm, trade. I, I'm for. taking his question. I'm taking. Uh, I wouldn't trade uh, any. I'm taking a I'm podcast. I'm taking a podcast host abilities. I would only trade picks. I wouldn't trade anyone on the team. Yeah, yeah I'm only because because I don't think our I don't think we have anyone on depth worthy of it unless someone wants to take a risk on Tolbert or something like that. And you can like package him in a deal perhaps, but like, I don't see any, like there's no reason he's not really going to add value. Not trading anyone on the team, but in a, in a, in a world where we can play make believe if I had to trade anybody on the team and get value for them, I, I mean, it would have to be from the defense, but at this point, our defense has been playing so good that why would you ever want to do that? That uh, to me, the only place, the only way you'd ever be able to trade a player for a player We'd have to trade someone on our defense that we would never give up. Hey, there's a few there's a few things that would adjust my opinion. Let's say there's a really good running uh, running back duo game here between uh, Davis and Pollard. Then I'm I, we we already talk about it all the time, but I'd be more inclined to push Zeke if if they have a a game where I'm like, wow, these guys, it's the scheme, it's it's not the player. Um, the other side of it would be. I don't know anyone on defense. If everyone's healthy, I'd look at this uh, at a potential CB to throw in, or or a or a, uh, a one of our safeties, perhaps one of our younger safeties. But again, that value needs to come back to fill um, the position. When you talk about trading like a guy like Zeke, is are we going to pick up a person of interest? Like, say we traded Zeke for one of these wide receivers, are they going to help us more than Zeke would? I don't know. That's that's the tricky well, part. Well, that's what I'm saying. We would have to see in this game that Tony Pollard and Davis can do the same thing or do it better. If they do, ha- now that's a lot of betting on on a one game outing versus the Bears. Okay, that's a lot of betting. Yeah. But we we said that this was a per- perfect word world hypothetical, and the only reason I say that is because I just like I love Zeke. Don't get me wrong, but we're running into these. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a TP20 jersey. We're just running into these injuries and and we're going to we're hitting that point where the value is very high right now um and and you know it, it's going to go down. It's 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 dropped a little because of this injury. He's gone. Yeah, it, Zeke, Zeke, he's gone. Zeke's gone. Zeke's gone next year more than likely and like the chat saying his contract's so big that someone's not going to take it over anyways. They're going to wait if they wanted Zeke bad enough, they're going to wait for next year where he either uh takes a way less contract from the Cowboys or the Cowboys cut him. Yeah. One, one of the good things about Zeke being out this week is maybe we do get to see what we have in Malik Davis and then getting rid of Zeke next year. Isn't that detrimental? If Malik Davis can come in and, and sustain on the goal line and sustain, you know, picking up four to five yards of carry. And you know, I'm a huge Zeke fan. Yeah. I love Ezekiel Elliott. He's one of my favorite players 
on the Cowboys. He's been one of my favorite players as a Cowboy ever. Wow. So it, it oh, sucks oh, to oh, talk oh, about over Romo. Like you're all about Romo. I said, I said one of my favorite. Oh, no. okay. okay. Romo's my guy. Romo's my favorite yeah. Cowboys player to ever play. Then Des Bryant. But what I was saying is if Malik Davis can come in and show that he can be at least help. I, I want to see what he can do blocking, to be honest. I don't even yeah. really care what he can do running the ball. I want to see him be able to come in and be able to block Dak from not getting an absolute kill shot. Yeah. That'll be the worst case scenario. Was that the kill shot that you just did? Was that? Yeah, there, was were- a fruit, there was a fruit fly in here, and I just, I just killed him. Or her. Could have been her, too. Do you want to look at the um, yeah? Let's let's look at some stuff here. At the I, players to watch on the Bears. Yeah, let's do it. Let's break. It uh, down. Justin Fields, Roquan Smith are going to be the top two, I imagine. Well, I like how Anth didn't. Uh, I like how Anth uh, actually here's to finish the Zeke thing. I, Kilo asked a nice little question here. Um, is Zeke any different than Saquon? Yeah, Saquon's a uh, Saquon when he's healthy and doing his thing. Saquon's an absolute. I think probably right a top like five talent of all time to be yeah. honest. So so then okay so you know what Nick Nick's a couple Nick's Nick is aggressive on his question. He's saying Cowboys need fucking something. What is it? So it goes back to he was asking what position do we trade for if we are missing some wide receiver. Yeah. So that's what. The- that's what I said. Well, but you confused it. You muddied the water. No, I would just I was changing it because I have the ability to because I'm 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 one of the hosts on this fucking podcast. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Um, but I was hey, I like to show love to the chat. That's what I'm doing. I'm like I'm like uh, I'm I'm like that guy. I I I see everybody here. I get invested. I'm more invested in our chat than I'm invested with you guys. Wow, we know. I'm kidding. I kid. No, no. I kid. Um. Who is this guy? And Chad, I know someone's going to know him. Jaquan Brisker, a rookie out of Georgia. Out of Penn oh, State. Yeah, all the, all the rookies from Georgia this year are absolute monsters. Or, uh, Penn State, sorry, my bad. <laughs> I saw the I saw how, how do you even get that close? Because dude, I saw the, I saw the uh <laughs> this looks like a George, this looks like a college jersey. The Bears. <laughs> I know, but they, it, it look, with with this fucking, um, it looked like From a G. Georgia. It Just looked kidding. like a G. No, no, I, I get, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. But it's, then, a, it's an honest mistake. Minus the NFL logo on the uh, above his uh, the, the NFL crest above his. Yeah, nine. I know. I, I that, that gives it gives it away. But anyways, what the hell are they doing wearing these collars? Crack them if you jerseys? got them. Crack them if you got them, son. So this rookie out of Penn State, he looks to be on a star trajectory for his bear teams discuss safety he's a safety I mean, <laughs> you see the way he just kind of like totally uh totally took that uh took the road of trying to shove shove it off of him uh look at that see there he goes i love it they're blitzing him is this blitz- i mean i don't know why they're showing this college game <laughs> god i love those fucking the nfl does it better than anyone else their, their close angles and stuff. Yeah, and just the I mean, sound. Also, and... He's sacking Carson Wentz. I'm not impressed. I need to see more highlights from this guy to be scared of him. Yeah, but, you know, rookies are always... Um, look, I'm in probably season nine of my uh, of my franchise right now. So uh, we're, start, <laughs> we're, we're starting to move out of... There's not a lot of real NFL players left. But... The rookies are always exciting to get them and, and see what they can do and and um 
you know, we're we're deep now in the season where I think if any, if there was a rookie that's going to show up and show any sort of promise that they've already done so. Um, but you know, I'm scared well, let of me them. Say this for you, I ain't scared of this bitch because I ain't never heard of him. I love it. Which obviously doesn't mean much. But hey, but don't forget about <laughs> my guy, Roquan Smith. He's scary. That guy's scary, man. That guy is a good player. He's and I'd be very surprised if he doesn't have a very, very good game against us. I think he's even if he is Georgia jersey. What are the chances of him <laughs> of him being on a different team come Tuesday? Uh not very. Oh, you know what? Maybe it depends how how big of a chance the Bears think they have to win the division. He is huge trade bait. If they think they can get, if they think they can rebuild and they don't have a chance of making a push in playoffs, yeah, he's definitely someone that they could push and get a lot. He, they said they pretty much weren't going to pay him. He wanted more money at the start before season started. His contract was a huge talking point and he's still there and he's still balling out. So if anything, he just made himself a shit ton more money. And now is his, is he on the last year of his contract or? You can't ask me that kind of shit. <laughs> what I got? What? What? That, that like, shit I gotta look at. Okay, here, here, I'll move it out of there. Then you can look it up. I'm already on it, son. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking? Hey, you're right by. You're right by a Computron. You can look this up. Um, yeah, he is. He's under. He's on his fifth year option. They picked it up May 2021. So this is his fifth year rookie option. So, so he, the dude, he's balling out right now, and he is going to get rich. So this very is very rich. This is. I don't know if they have. If they do cut Peters, the Cowboys. Does that open up enough for them to take on Smith just for this year for a, for a the, playoff the push? Thing, I, I can't see the Cowboys trading for a guy that's in his fifth-year option. Not to mention we just um, – Damone, Damone Clark, who is a guy that we drafted in the fifth round, who is a stud LSU linebacker who's right. a rookie who hasn't played. He is going to be back on the team. So maybe it's something more like that. Well, so they they they, uh, not re, they just did, did they just react uh, they just reactivated him like they put him on the practice. He came off the NFI. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So that reactivating is there he is, Damone Clark. Get it? I like. Look, I'm excited to see I this like, guy play. Hey, why? And that's are, a dope thirty three. What a cool number. I hope he keeps that. Hey, why are why are his hips so sad, guys? He's got these two big teardrops down on the the. Down here on his quads. <laughs> get it? Yeah. I actually don't yeah. get it. What are you talking about? Like he's saying he's got big, when you got big teardrops for thighs. When you got big, strong uh, quads, it looks like two teardrops. I'm not as impressed with. I mean, I think Jalen Hurts has bigger quads than him. <laughs> Should we do a leg? Okay. Well, so, didn't you hear Jalen Hurts squat 600 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what? Why? Why has he not been playing? He had that spinal fusion thing or whatever. He was hurt. Oh, he had that, spinal diffida. That, yeah, so, he had that crazy back injury. A lot of people stayed away from him. The guy was on pace to be a first-round pick and then possibly didn't have a chance of ever playing in the NFL again. And the Cowboys took a, a chance at him with a fifth-round pick, which at that, we had four fifth-round picks. Why not? Right? Throw one at him. Toss it. Well, he's, awesome. you know, no, no large expectations, but I love the idea of, of having the tools in house and, um, yeah. just activating them. And again, like the, the godsend has been, uh, and people got this confused when we put it out there, but it, it did really good. So I just fucking sat back and watched, um, so, you know, Twitter's our, our least, uh, most, I guess, 
at Cowboys Can Fan. At Cowboys Can Fan. Follow us on on Twitter, on the Insta, on on uh, on TikTok. Adam, cut me off. Oh, <laughs> do you want to go to? No, no. Do you want to go to? Uh, a chat question right no, now? No, okay. no, no. Yeah, hey, actually, so chat's asking. <laughs> no, um, but the, the, the comment we made was, um, or that we were saying was... <laughs> I wasn't listening to what you are talking about. I know. No, no, no. With Cooper Rush, we were saying, like, we're, thank you, Cooper Rush, basically, not for winning this, winning those games, for not losing the season. And there was a lot yeah. of confusion with that comment. It's like... You literally wrote it in the words, though. You wrote it saying, thank you for not losing us the season, yeah. basically, is what you said. And people took... Um, some people... Either way. A lot way. of people said thank you to him, but a lot of people also were like, he didn't win shit. It's like, we were thanking him for not losing shit. I know, more than I know. Anything. Yeah, because that like he did what he should have done. He came in. He Who this loser. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's one of my favorite one, favorite Who this movies. loser. But he but he but he came in and, and didn't lose. So so that has been the godsend here. That that's given us so much more leeway and and actually like unfortunately, um, we have this fucking division here where we have probably three of the best teams in the NFL all volleying for. Our top spot um if we didn't have if we if we weren't up against the fucking eagles or the eagles played like they should be playing like the stupid birds that they are uh we should have we should be in first place in this division but say la vie well you also battle. have the giants that are ahead of us right now at six one but i'm but, but less scary yeah less scary but the crazy thing the, the craziest thing is even right now, the commanders are kind of having a resurgence They're They're three and four. They're right in the thick for that, that wild card spot. There is an honest possibility that all four teams from the NFC beast make playoffs. Now, how would playoffs. that playoffs? Now, how would that, how would that work? How, how does that, how would that have to happen? There's, there's three wild card teams, right? So okay. whoever, whoever places first in the division wins the division. They automatically get a playoff game. And then the next, the NFC beast would just have to have the next three best, best record in the NFC, right? So there's a there's literally a chance. Once they went to the seven teams in playoffs, playoffs, it opened, playoffs, it opened the door for a division. <laughs> a division. There we go. It opened the door for a division to possibly be able to all be in the playoffs again. And that's never happened before. Never. Three teams before, I think. Yeah, three teams has been the max because you have the two wild cards right yeah yeah oh you have the division you'd have the division winner and then you'd have two of the other teams as wild cards you have three wild card teams now right ah, so theoretically okay. speaking all three wild card spots could be won by the a, a division which is crazy and oh. the way we stack up against the nfc beast like the way dak plays against the nfc beast i would fucking love it that'd probably be our best chance of ever getting to an nfc championship and possibly be possibly to a super bowl well, we gotta be this game. This game is yeah, a. You said it. This game is a is another must win. Um, oh yeah, we gotta to keep, <laughs> to keep pace to keep pace with the NFC beast right now with the six and zero Eagles and the six and one Giants. We absolutely have to beat the the Bears this, the Bears this do, weekend. Do I hate to say it, but how sweet would this be? The. Uh, Cowboys win out now until Christmas Eve and and the Eagles don't lose and we go in there and give them their first loss 
on Merry, Christmas Merry Eve, Christmas. and it's causing a down road, down, down, downward spiral, <laughs> down road spiral, a death spiral, if you will, for the for a black spin for a stupid uh, eagle. Can I be devil's advocate on that though? The yep. only thing that scares me of that situation is if the Eagles don't lose at all until yeah. then, and we even lose one more game. Even us beating them, they're more than likely going to win the division. That's so. I would rather us go in with them up by maybe one game. I don't. And then having. Sorry, go ahead. But what were you saying? I said. I mean, I like the obviously the winning the division would be fucking sweet, but I don't. I don't give a fuck if they go undefeated and they win division. If we make the playoffs, sorry, when we make the playoffs. that's, I mean, getting into playoff and and fucking taking it home at the second half of the season is the most important thing. Like, oh yeah, you gotta be playing best ball in December. I don't give a six and zero. Oh, fucking yeah. congrats, man! Yeah, you won. Job. You you won the first third of the season. There's yeah. still including well, playoffs. Ball left. Playoffs, you still got a, There's a fucking shit ton of football left. Yeah. Good job, you guys are six and zero. Oh, yeah, going Which, in your bye week. Yeah, it's just starting. It's just starting. Welcome to the team. Was Eagles Thunderdome? Was, was Eagles week six? I we have, played like, week six, yeah. Because I have our uh, predictions. Do you remember we made those? What, for week six? No, we had predictions from week two to nine. Oh, I guaranteed I said we were going to beat the Eagles. Oh, Sorry, no, 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 no not, I, not I, for I, New Year's. You, you're, you're going back to... Yeah, so, so week two was uh, Bengals, right? Well, yeah. look at the finals, five and three. I know, hang on, hang so on. We got the, no, that was what we said we would be. Yeah. So ba- Bengals was a win. So explain what you're doing right now. Oh yeah. So at- so for when Dak got injured, um, our our our, pow- our midweek podcast, the one we're doing right now, we did a week two to week nine because we figured, hey, Dak could be out up to the bye week. Uh, oh, so, so this is this is this is our midweek after week one. After week one, this is our midweek. <laughs> so I'm just trying to. Uh, who was week you look three? Like a big fan here. I could just pull this up myself here, but it's something. <laughs> I just need to get this, and then we then we're gonna go over this real quick. Uh, but I gotta get the Cowboys r- record and who they fucking played. Cause I smoke too much of that smoke weed every day. AJ uh, got up in the Skrilla. Yeah. So so we got Bengals, then we got Giants, which we had a big d- dub, and then we had uh, Commanders, Washington, which w- was a dub, and then after. <laughs> Here he goes, fact checking. Week three was the Giants. Rams. Rams was a big win. Yep. Rams was actually that was probably the most surprising win in the season, right? Uh, for me at the time, I was kind of nervous about the Rams game, and we absolutely minus the one big play by Cooper Rush, we kind of had our way with them a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, and and uh, obviously Steve Chili saying, yeah, if Cooper stayed, we would have made a Super Bowl Super Bowl run this season. <laughs> Obviously, he's trolling, but he's also kidding. So, so this is what we Not had. Not really trolling because we, we were joking about it. So, Sorry, week man. Bengals week two, we had we had a victory. Obviously, Adam was the only one who called that right. You're right. Week three, we had uh, the giant. We beat the Giants. We all thought we all that. Thought, I yeah. called the Giants and Commanders. I said and we had to win. Yeah, we won. So we all called those both both wins. Debatable. Uh, uh, then we called loss again. All of us called a loss against the Rams, which we won. Debatable. Then all of us, all of us, I think we got a little um, ahead of ourselves. We called a win against the Eagles. I think we were hoping for a win. We lost, of course, all three of us. And then the Lions 
Um, we beat me and Anth called a win, and Adam called a loss. So we each- Ad called a loss. Ad got Ad got fucking into the Kool Aid of the Hard Knocks. He did. Hard he Knocks Kool Aid. And we got we each ended up with. Calling, I never watched it this season though. I still have to watch it. We got three out of three each. Three, three out of six. We sorry. all we all landed on the same all, projected uh, score. Yeah. So which is which is worrisome for us coming into this now, weekend. But now this game we all called a win. Yeah, which I so, so. but we all landed on we're going to be five and three hey, going into the bye. I'm throwing, I'm throwing down my whole uh, bet three six five payroll what I got in there right now in the game. No, don't. I, I bet last week. Your I bet curse, last week. Hey, curse I broke broken. the curse. Hey. Gonna, the curse is broken. It's ye- it's flawed. If you if you break it one time, we yep. were all under the impression that when I bet on the Cowboys, they lose. I oh. bet on the Cowboys last week while I was intoxicated, here, and they won. Yeah, so it, the, the curse is broken. Okay, hang on, hang on. I am. When did you when did you bet on them? I think I bet well they were playing. So then you have to do that this time. Okay, that's why your bet was. I looked. You showed me the bet. I was like, I'll pay you. I'll pay you thirty dollars to not bet again. Like not bet. <laughs> like if you're gonna. I'm betting, you're gonna I'm bet. Like if I you're gonna, even, hey, if you're gonna I do it, I'm, I'm not gonna eat your lunch. Bet. If you're gonna do it, if you're gonna miss, miss big. Like I'm not gonna eat your lunch. Yeah, I ain't gonna eat your lunch. Yeah, but if for thirty fucking dollars, I will pay you to not place the bet. No, no, I'm going my whole. I'm going my whole bet three six five. My whole bet three six five. And for those of you who are just tuning in, we're like not sponsored by Bet three six five. This is just <laughs> giving free fucking sponsorship out as we're trying to you know grow this. Um, when I announced it, you all said it's not possible. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> That's commander in chief. Commander in chief. Um, okay, we should we should hit up. Okay, one thing I want to see before before our bold predictions and score prediction. Yeah, where are we? I want to see our NFL.com power ranking. I oh, did not look dude. at it. I almost clicked on it like six times today. I want to see where we're at. Did any of you guys look at it? No, I never do. I save so it. For, AJ, I save it for content. Well, AJ's pulling it up. Add. I will ask you. When I'm pulling it up, I'll I'm pulling it out. First. You you say what you think we are the NFL.com power rankings. I'll say mine. AJ will say his. Well, he's because he's obviously going for it right I, now. I have to hide the. I have to hide it. Ah, there we go. Whew. I mean, we almost. Ah, ah. Don't read anything. Don't read anything. Okay, it's not up. Uh, stop trying them. Sorry, I was just. Someone's already throwing some score predictions in the. In the TikTok chat, I said, hey, look, we give away free shirts. Cowboy Can Fan shirts to anybody who guesses the correct score. Y'all know this. We've been doing this week over week. First week we did it. Maddie Vink, our, our, one of our guest hosts, won the scoring prediction. We, we, we gave him a shirt then and there on the podcast. Colin, yeah. I want to hear your power ranking. We'll talk yeah. about these free fucking shirts after. Hey, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm just, Whoa. I, I, <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> oh, oh shit. We, we double, we double, we double, we double, we double dosed, it. yeah. We do- hey, we double tapped it. Okay. Ooh, oh, shit. Whammy. <laughs> hey, sorry. This loser? I don't know what's going on right now. Uh, my power <laughs> rankings. Okay. What were we the last week? What did we I don't know. To? Just pick a ranking. What do you think we are right now? I think we're uh, I think we're eight. Okay. I think we're eight. Are you... Are you, uh... you think eight? You think eight? Hey. I'm going to go... I'm gonna say fourth. Fourth. This defense is start. This defense is starting to get recognized, man. Damn. I honestly think we're better than a lot of the the top oh, teams in the NFL. Oh, here, I think me, we're fourth. Let me bring up and and after this, just remind me, uh, Casey Hudgens in the TikTok chat keeps saying that I'm the Green Arrow, aka Stephen 
uh, Amel. He's also in the the wrestling show Heels. He says, "I look." He's like, "Why is Stephen Amel on the show?" I get Dalt, uh, Andy Dalton from you guys all the time, and I get Tom Cruise. This is the first time I've ever heard Steve Amel, so we'll just bring him up afterwards just to see if you guys agree. With I've had this. Steve Amel before. He's like a fat guy with a beard. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's Jack. He? He's the Green Arrow on the on the on the W. Or the okay, CD. I'm thinking of a different CW fat guy or whatever. I mean, we got to look at him now. Yeah, bring it up. I thought you were talking about. Oh, that what? Yeah. What's his name? Steve Amel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's like that's obviously what I look like. Tarps off. Just yeah. let's let's be honest here. I thought that was a picture of you with your shirt off, Ed. But type in Steve Amel uh, heels H E E L uh, Z or Z if you're whichever country you're from. Heels. Heels with an L. Yeah. So this is a wrestling show. It's sweet. It's awesome. Season one was I last. You're talking about that WWE guy, and I was like, no. yeah, that's me. I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I think a bad created character, <laughs> but okay. My prediction yeah. now I'm going to, I'm going to sandwich Ant and someone else is saying you look like Julian Edelman, the former Pat's wide receiver. Edelman has that massive beard. I mean, I, I respect the Edelman. It's a beard. Um, fuck you. It's not just a beard. You're, no, I'm saying it's the beard that oh, makes yeah. you oh, look saw, like sorry. Edelman. No, okay, not, not, sorry. not. That's what we haven't had. We haven't had a mental powers clinic. It's been entire. It's been an hour and seventeen minutes since we uh, since we've been doing this, and we haven't done the clinch. It's done now. Eric saying I'm wrecking today's topic docket faster than Kanye's mouth is wrecking his own career. <laughs> How am I wrecking it? Oh, I am. Yeah, We're he both. said, and I think people get our names confused sometimes. It doesn't matter. I'm, Guess what? We both are. We're hey, at brothers. least they know your names. I'm just the fucking. You're just the guy. I'm the guy who you're vapes. The, the guy that's sleeping stretches his neck, bro. <laughs> the guy who vapes or can't talk by the end of the <laughs> at the game. I'm stretching my neck, bro. Okay. So you Always said even. you said four. Adam said eight. I said eight. eight. I wanted to say four, so I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, what's that um, game and. Uh, prices. I'm gonna prices right. Yeah, I'm gonna go to five. Whoa! I'm prices writing at ant. <laughs> what? Nick. Nick from the. Ch- Don't <laughs> Nick. Nick the, the fucking sick pervert. This guy with the mustard sweatshirt is Jessica Chastain. <laughs> I gotta go look who Jessica Chastain she is. She's from Zero Dark Thirty. She's a babe. Yeah, but I don't know who. And she's a ginger. And I don't know, how do I look like I know, that you, you chick? Don't. Now she is babylicious. God damn! But still, okay. Let's go have a look. Uh, and, and Boot says, "Hey, and we see you, Alex." Hey, so don't- for you audio listeners, you gotta come to the cast to see yep. all these uh, lookalikes. <laughs> you gotta come to YouTube. That, time out. I just hope anyone that's listening from the Landry Hat doesn't make it this far because we <laughs> we're dropped. Hey, we're we're, we're hey. dropped as the number one Cowboys podcast because we're in that unknown territory when we're talking about AJ and Adam looking like whoever the fuck in the universe right now. Come on, man. Shall we go down this list, guys? Yeah, of course. And if anything, I look like... Um, zoom it out a bit there, bud. What? Oh. There you go. If anything, I look like Ant-Man. Paul Rudd? Fuck that. Leo DiCaprio. That's, that's, that's what you got. Okay, we got buff. Okay. We knew it. Buffalo still there. Boring. Who's next? The oh, Eags. Eh. Of course, we're going to see the Buccaneers up here high, too, for some reason. Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, now we're getting to where Ant said. I said four, baby. Come on. Oh! 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 Well, we lost him. <laughs> we lost. We got so excited. He fucking. He's on steroids. 
He's done. Uh, these Cowboys feel more dangerous because their success or failure won't solely rely on a high-profile offense being asked to rise to the occasion when it counts. Teams built to shoot win out. Uh, teams built to win shootouts can be exposed in the postseason, but a team with a dominant defense that will travel into January and perhaps beyond, and we want it to because the one thing that people will say, <laughs> nope, and answer the knock the camera down again. <laughs> the one thing that people will say about the Cowboys, oh, yes. is about the about Dak is he doesn't win playoff games. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! They say he he doesn't, and it's true. Can't, can't win big games. He can't win big games. Yeah. Well, big games, perhaps he doesn't win playoff games. He, he, playoffs. playoffs. He doesn't win playoff games. So um, that needs to happen, and he's got to get that monkey off his back. He, he's won one playoff game, right, Anth? Yeah, they, he beat the Seahawks in uh, what was it twenty? I want to say twenty eighteen. Yeah, but but only one. So that's a one fair. In, I want to say he's one in one in three in playoffs. Sim and Romo both playoff record. Uh, so you're gonna say you're saying he's one and done? I'm saying that he uh, that that's the biggest thing that he's got that people will always continue to say no matter what is um, Dak doesn't win that big one. Yeah, and it's true, but we also have to get to the playoffs. Okay, so yeah. there's an argument true. of being like, okay, so we're gonna we might lose every playoff game, and that sucks. And who gives a shit if you're not winning games because you now you're gonna be stuck in this kind of perpetual middle of the pack, right? Um, well, middle, like, cause you're never going to, you're never going to be able to really upgrade your team well enough where, when it, where it really counts. And you're always kind of perpetually hitting, um, just middle of the pack options, M- middle, draft. Middle, middle of the pack DAC is what, uh, middle of the, <laughs> what haters what, like to say, but yeah, so that it's, I don't think I obviously the Cowboys, they have what it, they have a team right now where they, they need to win because next year there could be a lot of differences. Perhaps, um, we have a couple not necessarily big contracts, but key players on this team. Um, I feel like this is a win now, a need to win now season for the Cowboys. Um, EJ Savage. Let's get the playoffs and let's party. Yeah. Sometimes we just do it without AJ. AJ's EJ. EJ says AJ use another perpetual. Perpetual bliss. What was I saying? Perpetual a lot. I think so. I don't know. Probably. I didn't even notice. To be honest, okay. So let's get let's jump into before you guys talk about who the fuck you guys look like in Gossip Girl. Let's uh, Ooh, I, let's like the, I like the Gossip Girl drop. Let's jump. Let's jump into score predictions. And by, and by the way, okay. we would never use Gossip Girl as a as a standard because none of them have beards in Gossip Girl. <laughs> so go fuck yourself, eh? Ooh, that that dab hit just just gave me a flashback to my. Uh, Say twenty circa twenty twenty twelve. My neck, bro. <laughs> no, pre-stretching my neck days to twenty twelve. Oh, when the world ended, Tra- traveling. You know what's funny? He's like charging. He's charging his vapes as he's using them, and I thought they were connected. I was like, "Whoa, his one vape's charging the other," because they were like intertwined. Um, anyways, bring hey, we're high tech here. Bring it up. Keep going. Doesn't matter. Let's hear your score <coughs> prediction. Score you prediction, an- bro. An- an- what do you want an- me to bring up? Ant's hangry right now. Look at him. I'm not hangry. I get. Yeah, hey. actually, you're right. Hey, crack him if you got him, son. He's been drinking. He came right off work. Like he's like the only one who came off of work. You fuck. Uh, this yeah, is- I'm gonna go score prediction while you guys figure your lives out. <laughs> uh, uh, he's bringing some bears, stuff up. The bears. The bears. 
They've had a couple iffy games. They've had a game. Their only good game where they actually looked like they had an offense was against the New England Patriots on Monday night. They did look impressive, but that I'm not. It, I'm not sold on that. They've had a lot of worse games and they've had better games. I still think we hold them to under 20 points. I finally think this is our first game we score more than 30. I'm going 34. Drum roll. I'm going to do a weird one. I'm going to say 15. 15 is kind of a weird number. I'm going to go 34 15. Cowboys, of course. And we'll, we'll save our predictions. We'll go through, or our bold predictions. We'll go through scores. Or do you want, do you have a bold prediction on hand? No, I was waiting for you guys to start okay. your score. Ooh. Go ahead, Ad. So EJ's score is 31 0. It's very close to what I was going to say. Re now, remember, we're going to say our scores. We'll take these scores. Either you just, We'll take them before the game, or you know, if you get it Don't right. Don't forget, Adam is one with chat. <laughs> yeah, if you get it, if you get it right, just a screenshot. It. We we trust y'all, and um, but we still want to take them. Uh, we'll be ta it, we'll be officially writing them down. Yeah, we'll do it before game. the game. Yeah. Adam, score prediction: thirty-four-three. Wow. Okay. So you went 34. Did we both go 34? AJ, you got to go 34 also. I'm not going 34. That's, yeah. that's it's weird insane. that you it's just, just a it, weird number. I'm not going to, just because the answer said 30. I mean, I could change it. The, the other one would be 31 3. But no, 34. 34 is not that weird. No, I know. I'm just saying the weird that we it's both two, decided. It's four 34. touchdowns and three or two field goals. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a 27 to 17 game. Ooh, that's exactly what your friend Nick in the chat just said. But he's saying 27 <laughs> Bears, 17 Cowboys. So you're reversing. Are they linked sexually? Yeah. <laughs> Nick, I'm not sending you a picture of my nipples. Get over it, bro. He just has to go find. He has to go back to the one live stream. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did show off my. EJ's saying, trust me, I've got the last six game scores right and have no shirt to show for it. EJ BS BS EJ. We've written down at least two of those. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bold predict. Bold, bold predictions. Predict. I ain't starting. I'll start. I'll start. I'll start. EJ, add me. Reverse order. Okay. Bold prediction. Well, I feel like Michael Gallup. Now you tell me if this is bold. Eighty yards and a touchdown. Sucks. Not not very bold. Not but bold enough. Not bold enough. Are okay, you, you're I'm, like that one dude we had on from the from the Buccaneers. No, no, no. <laughs> I knew it wasn't. I, <laughs> You'd still hate that guy, huh? Well, his bold prediction was like two sacks. <laughs> yeah, two sacks, and he hated that you compared no, Micah Parsons I'm gonna, to I'm gonna, uh, to uh, LT. Yeah, I, I'm going to add. Add it. <laughs> I'm gonna add a vaping hell in the middle of my answer. I'm going to add more to this, but I think it's bold for this reason. Gallup has not shown up yet. In fact, last game he had zero catches, zero targets. So it's bold, but I agree. It's not bold enough, and we like to get really bold here. So I'm going to tag it with a turpentine tutty. There you go. That's bolder. Yeah, oh, it's like got to be a combo. It's got to be the combo, not just. got to be a combo. Yeah. Now is this uh this is not a receiving touchdown this is just a general touchdown right Yeah like, ter, uh, just I, I I meant I meant it as a, a special teams okay. touchdown Can I have like two variations I have two bold predictions Let me guess Trevon Diggs interception <laughs> touchdown <laughs> No 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 So uh I have my bold prediction is we're going to see Gallup CD Lamb Noah Brown and 
Turpin all get a touchdown. Wow. It's going to be just a smorgasbord of uh, wideouts. Yeah. That is. I like that. that. Is. My alternate bold prediction is. I think you got three. I think three of those are very possible. The fourth one makes it bold. Uh, the, the, the alternate bold prediction, which is just like a sub bold prediction, would be Hendershot, Fergalicious, Schultzy all get tutties. The trips. The okay, triplets. We'll, we'll allow yeah. it. Well, as a second. The only reason I wanted to do a subreddit on that one is because uh, Schultz, you know, his fucking knees acting up and he could be possibly yeah. questionable. So, but you got him so open, bro. Yeah. Uh, my bold prediction. Prediction. I'm not even going to say a Cowboys player. I'm not even going to say anything about the Cowboys. I'm saying Justin Fields four interceptions. Justin Fields four interceptions against this team. Make it a little bit bolder than that. How many sacks do you do you call on the four? So four interceptions. How many? So sacks? four interceptions. That's not bold enough. How many? times? That's huge. Okay. Make it. Okay. Make, make, it make it a mega. Make it. Make it a mega bold. Four interceptions. Six plus sacks. Wow. Whoa. I said. I said. I, I, I'm going to say I, I would allow either one of those to be a bold prediction, but the combo. I'd be happy with either of those happening. To be honest, the combo. If you win, you get me. <laughs> Nick, I mean, we say aggressive stuff because it's a bold prediction. It's not a yeah, NFL.com. It has to be. Get paid to say shit that's probably going to happen. Yeah. The, the, here, we want we want to be able to say if it happens, like, holy shit, dude. Well, we were at yeah. Alex's <laughs> bold prediction last Thanksgiving. And for those of you who are looking at going to game, Cowboys can fan will be at the Thanksgiving game uh, this year as well. The game before that, the in Minnesota. Game. So if you're going to be in Minnesota or if you're going to be at the Thanksgiving game uh, versus the Giants, hit us up. We'll crack them if you we'll crack them and we'll bring hey, them Nick, for you. Nick, show up. I'll kiss you. <laughs> That's a bold prediction. Nick will not show up. That's not bold. AJ will do it. Uh, Nick St. G's <laughs> put money on it. We're, uh, come Nick, on. Nick, we put, up, we put money every day into this damn thing, okay? Exactly. This put is, money on Nick, you idiot. It's called a bold prediction. We don't actually expect it to happen. It's if it does happen, we can then make not, a clip. Yeah, we don't we we don't put money on bold predictions because we don't expect them to happen. I think or he's, he's saying put he's saying put money on Alex kissing him. I'll put oh, money on that. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a that's a done deal. No, um, I'm I'm betting against myself. <laughs> uh, the the biggest thing I think out of all of our bold predictions, we only had Alex's when we were live at. Uh, Live at uh, Thanksgiving AT for Thanksgiving, and uh, we experienced Alex's bold prediction. So, I'm expecting that to to go a a, a, a two peat, a repeat. I love it. <laughs> I call fan. I, I don't even call them viewers or fans idiots. I just I just I don't actually think about what I'm saying. It just comes out. <laughs> it just happens. He called he called AJ a girl. I have no, nothing to say sorry to him about. But that's yeah, why EJ EJ loves it. Look at it. Hey, look. He, okay, let's he, call ourselves out here. We're we're tailing down here into a weird rabbit hole. I haven't. Eaten. <laughs> yeah, let's AJ's go. getting hangry. AJ's AJ's kissing dudes. AJ's kissing his online stalker. Um, TikTok. Yeah, we're, in a, we're, we're in a weird. We're in a weird rabbit hole right now. <laughs> we're, we're 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 in a down road a, a down road spiral. <laughs> down road spiral. Okay, so Sunday, uh, ten a.m. game. So that means uh, ten a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, we're going to be live an hour before the game, uh, maybe 45 minutes before the game. We'll see how it is. We'll be cracking it early. Show up. Lines will be open. If you're brave enough, call in and chat with your boys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, great pod this week, boys. Ants, go get some. What are you going to eat for dinner? 
Uh, there's this little shithole of a pub, like five minute walk called Brusky's. It's wing night there, so I'm gonna probably go get oh, two pounds. Wing of- Wednesday, go get it, kid. Wing Wednesday, gonna go get some wing Wednesday. Uh, gonna have a couple pints. Nice. Get make sure I have a nice, nice head feeling for tomorrow morning. Yeah, call us out, Anth. Oh, I'll call. Okay, I thought Adam was doing it for the bandwagon boys over there, looking sexy as hell as Woo! always. Me in like the first ten minutes, just fumbling around, freezing, and eventually <laughs> I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it from my phone." I don't know how good it sounded. I don't know how good it looked. <laughs> But for the guys, like I said, we'll be going live on Sunday. Love you guys. Uh, and for your host, AdFest, we out. Anyone in chat, love you guys. Anyone in TikTok, love you guys. We'll be back on Sunday, bitches! Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today we discuss technical diagramming with systems architect Maya. Let's go. First question. You've spent 10 hours slogging over a sequence diagram that should have taken five. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board. And if I'm being honest, Miro would probably cut that time down by half. You know, with its AI tools and ready to go templates. Next, your diagrams become so bulky, it's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a few clicks and. It's Miro. I've used those technical shape packs way too many times, and stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas. Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in, but you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done. Is it Miro? Easy with its two way Jira sync, easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.